This is usually when Pete's not paying attention and Mike just gives up and Pete's level is Pete's level. Welcome to the Geo and Jones After Party on Play.it. Here are Andrew Bogish, Mike Baseglia, and Pete Bellotti. Welcome to the latest edition of the Geo and Jones After Party. Those of us not named Geo or Jones from the Geo and Jones radio program on CBS Sports Radio, which you can hear Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, cbsportsradio.com, or the very handy radio.com app. I'm Andrew. That is Mike. No Pete. He is back uh, in New York, as far as we know, detoxing mm-hmm. from his weekend of barbecue and wrestling yeah. in Dallas. Looks like from Facebook and Twitter that Pete had a wonderful time. Is that how you would describe it? Sitting on steers, pounding hot dogs, hanging yeah. out with his cousin and seeing dudes in tights. Looks like he had a nice time. But he did, uh, because he's Pete, he tweeted and posted pictures exactly the way I thought he would. I mean... Like he might as well have just gone to like Google Dallas and picked up like <laughs> right. the handful of things. I mean, he's like, we're we're Dealey we're, Plaza, yeah, and like you know, even his his uh, tailgating tweets from before WrestleMania is like, we're drinking beer in a parking lot. Yeah, it's like, tell me about the dudes fighting or the chicks dressed as as Miss Elizabeth or something. Now Come you on. can give me crap all you want and say I'm not funny on Twitter, but at least it's interesting and different. It's different. Which makes for interesting. Every once in a while, yeah, when you're you not go. cursing me out for no reason. You look good, by the way. Thanks. Too. Good to see I you. And they went well. to the elliptical. You went on the elliptical last week. You look uh, I did slimmer. go to the gym. I think I actually I was on two machines that I thought were ellipticals that that weren't ellipticals. Uh, so I ended up on a bike. Okay. A bike I could definitely tell was a bike. But you're getting legit steps, right? Steps, uh, yeah. Well, do they count if you're actually in the air, not making contact with the ground? How does that work? Uh, we'll have to ask Bilotti about that. Okay. Uh, well, since Pete is not here this week, we have an open seat, and um, it is filled by at least my favorite person here, if not yours as well. Yeah, up there. I'd have, to, I'd have to think about that, to be fair. Right. But definitely top three. But the problem is <laughs> he has only one day of work left at this fine company. Well, two. No, uh, today's Wednesday. Mike Diaz is off Thursday, and oh, then you're off Friday. Thursday. Friday is it? Well, Paulie Questel hit for you. Is that a scheduled day off? It, just... It's been yeah, it's been in the works for okay. you know the thirty day period that we're required to uh, give them a, a advance notice. Word. Okay. Cool. So this is Mike Diaz, who is that's um, a bummer for me for, uh, for tomorrow. I know. Okay, he <laughs> it just um, hit me. At least for those of us that work weekday mornings. He makes us go. He was in charge of the newsroom. He's in charge of the CBS Sports Minutes, which everyone across the country loves so dearly to hear John Feinstein's ramblings on the latest Duke slash Tiger slash NCAA <laughs> issues. Uh, Mike's also uh, been connected and part of, of multiple afternoon, uh, weekend programs, but I couldn't care less about those because they don't involve me and Mike. Uh, but segment we care about is you, Wednesday through Friday, being in the newsroom to answer all of our needs. And now you're leaving. And now you're leaving. Okay, so uh, I can start talking. Um, I guess I should have asked you guys this beforehand. What's off limits for me to discuss here? Uh, that's really your um, your prerogative as far as like language. Um, I know you have to put the explicit tag if I say the explicit. But that's really about it. I mean, it's a, you can do whatever you want. I, I, I know that you're excited about your new endeavor. 
Um, and I know that you will miss some of us when you leave here. Of course. And, and we can also edit things out. There's something you feel uncomfortable that we ask. We are good at that. If you have any second thoughts, second guessing, we can go back in and take things out. That is actually a, a fairly regular occurrence on this podcast. Yeah, at least three or four a podcast. So yeah. something I'm not used to. Okay, well, it, it will be a good exercise in self-censorship, and uh, <laughs> should I fail, then we'll... Uh, and why, why do you say it'll be a good exercise? Well, it's always better to uh, say nothing at all rather than say something negative. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I am leaving my job, uh, and there are negative reasons behind that. Uh, usually, it's you don't leave your job uh, because things are going great. Uh, but it's not fair to, uh, you know, broadcast that to your dozens of listeners. Thank you for saying dozens. <laughs> Less of a gentleman might have said tens or the handful of people that listen to this show. Shout out Stu Kovacs. Yeah. Hey, Stu. Hey, Tom Celestino. Hey, Jay Berman sometimes. Yeah, they're good. Not my mom. She doesn't understand the internet still. So my thank dad. You for that. Your, that's right. Your dad does listen. Greg, before he got bored of it. Right. Uh, Brian, bro- by accident, Brian listened once. All right, so w- whatever the situation that has led to to you having one day left of work here, I, I hope you know that uh, there are a lot of people who wish you weren't leaving and legitimately would have done things. Uh, I did float the idea of funneling salary to you. I was told that really wasn't allowed. <laughs> uh, but who did you ask that? Uh, my wife. Oh, okay. yeah, that came, that came from home um, before we even got to the, the bosses here about that kind of okay. stuff. Um, but I, I, I know fully why you're leaving. I completely understand it. I wish you the best of luck, but I wish you weren't leaving, Mike. Well, I, I wish I wasn't leaving either. Uh, I am happy every single day that I come to this job. Um, nothing that happens to me here uh, really takes away from that. Um, but uh Sometimes uh, you have to grow up and uh, stop doing something just because it's fun and try to be more responsible with your decisions. Was there a moment in the last couple months where it hit you that you wanted to make this transition and start looking for other jobs? And if so, what what was that? And do you have any other leads from Mike? Yeah, well, there were two moments. The <laughs> yeah, first moment can I was... Can you my resume? <laughs> the first moment was no, CBS uh, downsized. Um, and... You know, you everyone kind of, uh, it's introspective when you see people around you lose their jobs um, and you wonder what caused them to lose their jobs and you not lose your job. And then there was uh, another moment, I guess it wasn't a moment, it was months of searching and getting no responses from anyone in any type of media company, including the one that I work for, uh, that made me decide that, it was irresponsible to continue to attempt to pursue this line of work when it's so difficult. So you were looking originally for other radio jobs just in different markets, different areas, on air, different production jobs? Yeah, different radio stuff, uh, different like TV stuff, different sports stuff. Uh, You know, I applied for tons of jobs within the company, uh, ranging from, you know, TV stuff like being an assistant on The Late Show, I think, was something to... HR stuff. Um, you know, I figured if I interview, you know, if, as Andrew said, everybody here likes me, so since we're within the same company, maybe they'd say, hey, what's the story with this guy? And right. people would say he's a good employee, and then they would give me an interview. Um, they didn't. Uh, and so I decided to look elsewhere. And here we are. Um, 
is part of the problem or part of your issues that we didn't ask you sooner to come on the podcast? Were you all insulted that other people got a chance to talk to Mike and Pete and myself before? It wasn't the reason, but I I did mention to you guys that I was, you know, kind of sad or miffed that uh, I I felt like Pierno was a character on your show and on the podcast. I listened to an episode and you, you know, you made Pierno jokes. And uh, that I was kind of out of the mix there. Now, I acknowledge he's more interesting than I am, but I work on your show three times a week, and he only works on the show twice a week. So yeah. I was miffed about that. No, that's, uh, on, that's on us. I will say, because I, I work with Mike and Anthony, as Diaz just referenced, Pierno does a fine job. I'm not going to say he doesn't. But as far as when I come in, the work that's done, when Diaz is in, it's like a different level of help. Right. When I come in, I have to then reiterate to Anthony, this is what I needed help with. When I come in with Mike, it's just done, and I don't need to tell him a second time. For those of you who don't remember, uh, Anthony Pierno is the gentleman who was on, good job, on the podcast. I don't want to um, say he doesn't do a good job. A couple of months ago, told a very unfortunate story uh, of a unfortunate gentleman pleasuring himself, apparently, to the, the visual of Anthony sitting across the bus aisle from him. So uh, that's him. That's who we're discussing. A- any stories like that for you, Mike? Uh, uh, <laughs> never. N- not personally no, have not personally. I. Uh, okay. No. Okay. Uh, but I will say the old, the old thing that we used to say in the newsroom was that Anthony and I, we were like the two top tape ops, and I was Robinson Cano, and he was Dustin Pedroia, because hmm. I skated by on pure talent, and he kind of hustled and like, Gave it all. Um, and, you know, that was two years ago, three years ago, when those guys were kind of upper echelon second baseman. Right. Now Dustin Pedroia is nothing, and Robinson Cano mm. has two home runs in two games. So that just goes to show. You know, you win, and you have last, you've aged well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you, you can last. Piano's a flash in the pan. Things are always going out here. When like. I found out that Mike was leaving, I actually decided to go on Facebook and stalk him and just look at pictures from, uh, like, three or four years ago. And you say, age well? Yeah, you have. Thanks. I, so good. that's creepy. My old haircuts are real bad. <laughs> yeah, I was actually looking at haircut. pictures. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so I'm happy. You know, uh, shout out to Ronaldo, who uh, I learned was so popular during the World Cup, and then I just stole his haircut. Yeah, I saw that picture where there is a side by side of the two of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I went deep. Nice. In your well, I you know what I appreciate that because I Be love honest. attention. I mean, I think all humans appreciate attention. Um, but uh, I, I'm really willing to acknowledge that, and you know that's why I'm on this podcast so I can talk about myself. It's everyone's favorite thing to do, I think. Now, you, well, go ahead. No, oh please. no, 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 you go ahead. No, 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 please. It's, you, it's did, all you. Did you feel that you got attention here? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I got to be on different shows. Like we're sitting in the Boomer and Carton studio. I got to be on TV on their show, which was super fun. You were on Boomer and Carton. I was on No More Sports Than a Hot Chick. Andrew was also on that. Yep. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a long time ago. Uh, but, um, I mean, that was cool. When I when DA worked the early, he had his overnight show. I was on his show, like, a bunch of times. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember, actually, they did a whole thing with me being the fantasy football commissioner and trying to get money from Kenny Brock because he was, like, the last person to pay me and he refused to pay me. And one day I called a radio affiliate to get sound from them, and I said, hey, it's Mike Diaz from New York you guys have this cut, and they said, Mike Diaz from the Football League. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's actually where I was going to go a second ago, is that Mike is the commissioner of our Football League and our Baseball League in the newsroom, neither of which I ever had success in. Uh, but you are arguably the most hands-on commissioner that I've ever come across. There's a There are weekly power rankings. There's a binder with the rules inside. 
and you're giving up your commissionership because you're not going to physically be in the newsroom anymore. I, I, I understand your thinking, but I, I, I disagree. You can't not be in charge. You can't not be involved. Well, part of it is that. Um, part of it is that I expect that I will now have a job that requires me to pay attention for the entirety of my shift rather okay. than small segments right. within it. Small bursts. Uh, so like baseball write-ups, for instance. Baseball write-ups would be done on Sunday, uh, you know, after the Sunday night game or on Monday morning. And I was on the board on Sundays watching the game. So when you're running the board on the weekend shift, you know, you press a button to hit commercials and then you wait for five minutes and then you push another button to rejoin and you wait for 10 more minutes. So I could really write the write-ups while I was working. I, you know, I don't think that's any grand admonition that uh, people are going to be surprised to hear that. Uh, but, you know, at my, when those curses came through, yeah. sorry, I was uh, <laughs> updating the Sean well, Marash hey, power rankings. That's why there's two, that's why there's two people in the studio True. so that we can cover each other. But, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I expect now that when I have a Sunday shift at my new job, I will actually be working for the entirety of that period. See, I agree with Mike. I think he has to just like take the bandaid and rip it off. He can't have an attachment here with the league. He has to say goodbye to it. I know, but he's the league. He can be in it. I don't think he can run it. Are and you in it? It's still I, I'm in, in it. it. Uh, you know, it's up to the the commissioner, the new commissioner of the baseball league is James Ward. The commissioner of the football league is to be determined if the players would like to continue to have a football league. It's up to them. Um, if they want to keep me in the league, that's fine. If they want to replace me, that's that's also fine. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's it's impossible to be a commissioner of, of these guys. Exactly. Uh, you know, I can't, I can bear to have a, we'll bring up Questel again. I could have a 10-minute conversation with Questel about some rule that he hates, but I can't have a 30-minute text with him. Because that's what it's going to be. If he needs, if he has a problem, he's going to send me a text, and it's going to be back and forth for like my whole day, and I don't need that. The only fights we ever had, me and Mike, were over rules. Andrew was very, he was very, uh, you you didn't, you know, you had bad luck in the league, but you were a great owner. You always paid attention, and and yeah, you had some issues with the rules, and I think you spearheaded kind of some uh, initiatives that improved the league for everyone. Thank you. I was not a good owner. No, Mike was not a good oh, owner. But, they're shocking news. But you know what? The replacement value of owners is not that high. You know, it's hard <laughs> to find guys like Bogus who just do the base, even just do the baseline of updating their team every day. Yeah, I'll admit it. I would get so nervous when I realized I didn't set my lineup, and I was like, "Oh shit! I got to see Mike on Wednesday, and he's going to hmm. be pissed." I really would have never seen this coming that you couldn't emotionally and mentally handle setting a lineup for baseball or football. Uh, I never did baseball. No chance at that. But the football one, I think too. Working here, uh, doing the fantasy league lost its luster because it felt like more work to me. I was like, I just wanted to detach from it, and right. it felt like it was doing more. As, this is not as, about you. I, okay. uh, so Mike Diaz, hey, is with Diaz us said here. everything's about a little attention. <laughs> Diaz is here. One, uh, one of our favorites in the building, who is um, very good for him, very bad for us. Moving on from CBS here shortly. So uh, this is our last chance to have him on the podcast. We should have done it before. Happy to do it now. Um, who do you want to make fun of from the newsroom? Should I ask questions? Do you want to just go? Do you prepare anything? How about you say somebody and they give one. Mike gives a one oh, word. Oh, you want to do like name recognition? And then he called? says like one, the first thing that pops in his head. Okay. Is that good with you, Diaz? Yeah. You might be disappointed by some of my answers, but That's yes. fine. Uh, Mike Paseglia. Neurotic. Pete Bellotti. Uh, under, un, uh, underrepresented. Me. Consistent. 
Okay, I'll take that. Uh, Jay Berman. Disgusting. <laughs> Tom DeCelestino. Upsetting. Uh, Adam Klug. Unmentionable. Peter Schwartz. Phenomenal. Tom, I agree. Tom D. Benedetto. Enthusiastic. Isaac Feldman. Punchline. James Ward. Too good for this. So that's not one word. I'm sorry. Sean Mraz. Hilarious. He really is. He had a thing. They did a thing, and you can check out. Um, I don't know where Damon saves everything between Facebook and Twitter and SoundCloud, but if you can find uh, DA's Permission Granted podcast, uh, which they put online, definitely on SoundCloud, you can hear Mraz go on this, like, maybe the most emotional and strong defense of Chipotle. And he is so right about Chipotle. He is so right. People are going after them for no reason. They're a great company. He's crushing DA because he thinks DA is actually, by reminding folks of the hygiene issues Chipotle mm-hmm. has had, that he's going to now put Chipotle out of business. And it's it starts out as me being mad at Sean because he sounds like <laughs> foolish at first, but then it becomes genius and correct because I want to eat Chipotle. And I get nervous, and then I listen to DA, and I don't do it. Then I hear Sean, and I need to have it right away. And I don't want to be on Team Sean, but this was you, amazing. You want to change uh, lunch plans? We could hit it up. Well, lunch is on is up to Diaz. Wherever Diaz Look wants off. to go, that's where we're having lunch after this podcast. Good deal. Fantastic. I would say if you're in the area, you can meet us somewhere and meet <laughs> Diaz, but by the time this gets this not published, no one's going to And if it was... Know. <laughs> Did anyone go up to Pete in Dallas and say, hey, are you Pete from either the radio or the podcast? Not that I could no? tell. All right. Not that I could tell. Have you guys ever been recognized on the street? On the street, visually, no. The At the end of last year, somebody actually cold called my house to pick up, um, a, like a, um, it was like Wounded Warriors or something like that that just drives around with a truck and takes, you know, something you want, you want to give away, appliances, microwaves, CDs, books, whatever. They'll just take it and send it wherever. And so I was like, I was like, absolutely. We had just done something. I had like my garage was full of stuff that we just had kids had grown out of, whatever it was. And I start, you know, where, where do you live? What's your name? And he goes, oh, you sound like this guy on the radio. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's probably me. And he was a Feinstein listener. Nice. I remember my oh, voice. you know what? I don't, you might, uh, you might want to edit this out, but I got a call on the weekend. I think it was two weekends ago. I picked up the phone. The guy says, is this Andrew? I said, no, it's, it's Mike. And he goes, well, I don't want to go on there, but I just want to say, <laughs> I really miss that Feinstein show. And, <laughs> um, and that new show that they have is terrible. Which one? Uh, Tiki needs to be off the air. He's the worst. It's amazing. How do people get our number in the newsroom? That's a non-published it wasn't, number. No, it was, it was a, it was, I was in the studio because oh. I was running the board. But people, weird people do call the news, newsroom. That's yeah, a good, strong take. Um, all right, back to the... Uh, yeah, anybody you miss? Yeah. I'm waiting on the last one, so I'm building towards that. Okay, I'm trying to think yeah, I was else, really enjoying it. Who else is in there? Throw, you know the one person we're saving for last, so anybody else that you need to throw out there, throw out there. Billy Jack alone. <sighs> Blessed. Billy is is taking Mike's spot on the roster, so congrats to Billy uh, for getting the much-deserved bump up to full-time. Those sick days are fun. Um, Mike Samter. Mike Samter. Charming. 
He is, isn't he? I listened to the Samther podcast because I heard how great it was. I heard some people, I think Mike said that people commented about how good Samther was. Um, <laughs> no, that actually was Greg trying to mess with Mike and Pete <laughs> by saying someone had told him how good Samther uh, was. And of course, they believed it for a little that's bit. That's a much, much better yeah. story. Well, that makes sense because when I listened to it, I was like, Samther's not that good. He's okay. <laughs> but, uh, but his story, I mean, his stories were very interesting. They were much more interesting than your, your guys' stories. Yeah, of course. That's why we have people on. Um, we've, we've been told legitimately that we're better with somebody else. Yeah, good get. The three of us are nothing. You throw a fourth person in there, and now we're listenable. Granted, the CBS Sports Minute was missed, but it all worked out. Well, listen, I mean, for a, for the <laughs> amount of attention that I pay relative to the amount of attention that everyone else pays to CBS Sports Minute, it boggles my mind. Caitlin. Oh, really? No, no, no. That's the next oh, one. Oh, Caitlin. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I. I've interacted with Caitlin like once to fill out paperwork, and that's it. A piano. Enigmatic. Pauly Questel. Energetic. <laughs> Who else we have? Mirage. I did, oh, right. you did, did. Mirage, Hilarious. Yeah. That's how we got on Chipotle. So, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Val, uh, Joe Deluisio. Um, What is the word? Uh, irritable for some reason. <laughs> Never used to happen when he was a part-timer. He was such a nice guy. Now he's like... Blowing the roof off the place every time I see him. Something happens when you become full time. Yeah, yeah. Just like, a, which you think would be the opposite because you're like, oh, I got a job, I'm getting the business, but it's like a flip switches and. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I mean, from my perspective, it's booking guests. I mean, that is, I did like four producerships in my life. What a nightmare. I mean, I can't imagine. It's the, from my perspective, it's the worst. Producer Mike? From my perspective, it's the worst but can be rewarding at moments. A quick question for you. Let me ask, let me ask you, like, just a throw a hypothetical out there. Let's say that you book a guest, and you think when you book it, this is going to be a great spot. It happens. It is a great spot. And all you want is the boss to say, hey, that was a good spot with so-and-so. When you go and talk to the boss, he instead of saying that, he goes, oh, I didn't listen. Oh, How soul-crushing is that? In the beginning a lot, now not as much. Really, I've accepted my. Yeah, <laughs> his expectations are down. No, because on Monday you were you were crestfallen. Yeah, I mean, I played it up a little bit to get attention in the newsroom. Oh, but you really didn't care. I cared, but right. I, I wouldn't say I was crestfallen. Who'd you have on Monday? I didn't uh, listen. Tuesday, either. the guy that wrote one shining moment. Oh uh, yeah, Boomer did a minute on him. Yeah, we had him on. Oh cool, it was he, fun. It was funny. He what was his line? Um, David Barrett. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I forgot it. You can cut that, but I don't. <laughs> I don't remember the joke. <laughs> I right? believe in it. I, I yeah, like fact checked it, read it, and then listened to it, and I laughed all three times. So it was mm. a funny thing. Yeah. Oh no, he said he was he was trying to flirt with. Uh, I don't know. Did he tell the story about when he wrote one shining moment? That was the minute. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. trying to flirt with this girl. Yeah, and, he had the whole. And he there. and he does. He says, "I was in." Uh, what is it? Where's Michigan State Lansing? He was in uh, East Lansing. East Lansing, and he goes, This was the most beautiful girl in Southeast Michigan. Maybe all of Michigan. <laughs> Maybe the entirety of Michigan. You had to fact check that? Oh, well, I. So you I Google imaged every woman? Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, she's cute, but I don't know. Toss up. That's That was one of the things I had to do to get hired, actually. They gave me, they laid out a bunch of women on a table, and they had me rank the attractiveness. 
Oh, really? Um, yeah. And so uh, <laughs> it took me a while. And actually, when I came back, I, I asked Eric, I said, how did I do on that women ranking test? Was I, he said, oh, four out of five. Yeah, so. so you're in. Yeah. I mean, I was the best man for the job, not the perfect candidate, but the best. Good. Neurotic? Yes. I was hoping maybe funny in there, too. Wait, re- repeat the question? Wait, what? Neurotic. He said I was neurotic. Oh, oh yes, well, you're neurotic. You. Yeah. 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 I'm interested in Diaz's perspective. I feel like he's That's why he's on the podcast. On, I feel like he's got a grip on everybody. Ask him a question. He's right over there. Neurotic. I mean, that you know, it was a... Uh, listen, if you wanted me to write an epic poem about Mike Biseglia, I, I would go through all the different angles of your personality. But, you know, I, you asked me to... Give one, one word. word. That's mm-hmm. one. You know. That's one word. But I, I laugh at your stuff. I mean, he does. <laughs> I, I walk around at home or like remember something that you said, and I laugh at it. I'm still gonna be laughing at that stuff for probably years. You you're, gonna be, you're gonna be in a good spot now. You're gonna be detached from Biseglia. You'll miss which it. Which is the perfect position to be in to actually appreciate it. Well, it's hard because we have all these inside jokes in the newsroom that I can't tell anymore. Like, there's nobody else in the world who. Even, like, the Francesa stuff, like, we can't do that. Like a Rockabye Baby is yeah. an example. <laughs> a Refuel Me Bitch <laughs> is another one. It's one of my all-time favorites. Do you want to be able to call us in the news? Like, if you get an itch to make one of those jokes, you just call the newsroom, not even say hello or goodbye, just, like, clean picks up, and you can just say, rock, rock, rock a bob, and then just hang <laughs> up, and then that's it. I might do that. I might, uh, you know, like, um, call some of the shows... Get you know, get dumped here. Mike and there. from Manhattan. Yeah, I'd sign up for that. Yeah. All right. Do you have any more names with the writing? I, I do the, not. I got the last one. This is the big one. Rich Ackerman. Generous. Generous. Why would you go that route? Rich Ackerman has spent more money buying food for people in the newsroom than everybody else combined, including people who work here who make millions of dollars annually. He is fired up on this one, Bogus. And this has always stuck with me because, listen, you can say a lot of stuff about Ack. And I got lucky because, for whatever reason, I was on his good side from jump. So I never had to deal with a lot of the stuff that people have had to deal with with him. Mm. But, I mean, listen, the guy takes care of people, and there's something in his brain that doesn't function the same way that everybody else functions. But... He takes care, he takes care of people and and you know there's people who should do that who would be a lot easier for them to do that and they don't. Well, that's why you're DS cuz I thought we were setting up for something cuz we like to make fun of Ack and you went down the nice generous and, path. And path. I work Wednesday through Sunday. Every single shift I have is, is an Ack centric shift. Hmm. We're picking up from an edit because Mike tried to sabotage the other Mike, Mike Diaz on the way out the door here because I I don't know why you would do such a thing. Cuz I'm me. So I came to the rescue. And saves Diaz from Biseglia. Now, there is there's the University of Miami. There's the girlfriend. There is the midnight showings on night one of the latest Marvel movie, whatever it is. Things that I am nowhere near cool enough to understand. That's right. I got my Captain America tickets ready. What What else do we not do? I not know about Mike Diaz. Oh boy, that's uh, not work related. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, I would say uh, my um, my primary hobby is uh, writing fiction. Um, it's purely a hobby because it's really hard to finish something, but uh, you know it's like a good exercise. Um, I entered so that's why. Like I like to uh, 
during the season, I like to do those fantasy write-ups because it's kind of like you get to start something and finish something and like make some jokes. And, you know, people will read it and be like, hey, that was funny, you know. Now, how serious of, of a hobby is this? I mean, have you taken classes? Do you submit stuff? Do you, like, really sit down and, like, have, like, a framework and an arc for characters and then actually write the story? Or you just, when you have a free minute, you just sit down and just try and start typing? I, um, I only took one class in college. Uh, I uh, submitted a short story to a, a contest that was put on by, like, the... Arizona State University, um, but that was the only thing I've ever submitted. So I, you know, I'm, it's amateur at the very most basic level, um, and I try to do it every day. So, you know, I, I have a couple of stories that I've finished, or like short writings, and I have one longer thing that I've been working on for about about a year. It's probably in my Word document. It's probably I guess like thirty pages, thirty five pages. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's cool to have, like I used to, um, my old hobby before I had a girlfriend was playing soccer because women are attracted to guys who play soccer. Mm. But it, it was so frustrating every day, like you practice for an hour and then you go back the next day and you're equally as bad. <laughs> and like you can't, you know, like you get equally as tired, like you can't run anymore. And, it, you know, it's supposed to be like I used to play an instrument and it was like, okay, I practice and then the next day I would come back and I would be better. And it's just, I'm not good at sports. But when you write, you know, you can, you sit down for an hour and you write and then the next day you come back and it's like, here's what I did yesterday. Like, it's on paper. No one can take that away from me. So it's really cool. I like doing that. I was always impressed by your power ranking write-ups. Thank you. I was like, this is pretty good. I, I always enjoyed that. It was one of my favorite parts of the uh, the week when they would come out. I would make time to sit down and read these. And then when you're like, they're online. I like, God, <laughs> I can get this at home. I loved it. I loved that stuff. It was awesome. Should we go have lunch? Do you have any other questions? Yeah, I, just, just a few more. What will you miss most about this place? Um, it's like hanging out with your friends. Like, um, you know, for me, there was never really any pressure at work. So I would just come in and we would, like, hang out and watch sports and talk about stuff. And, like, you know, it, it was lucky for me because I'm pretty much friendly with everyone. You know, I know some people aren't as, you know, like, can rub people the wrong way, or, you know, there's a lot of, like, gossiping and, like, talking sure. behind people's backs around here. Um, but it was, it, you know, it was really cool. And, like, I don't know if I'll ever be in a workplace like that again because, for me, that I I didn't have to worry about my job, so I could, you know, it was just fun. But, you know, in in real life, you, you have to work hard. So it's it's more stressful and more difficult and you can't kind of foster that type of relationship where you just shoot the shit with someone for like 30 minutes in the middle of your day. I think you'll be okay. I think a lot of places end up, you might, it might be a different, obviously, a setting and it might be in smaller spurts than us doing nonsense for hours on end. But I think everybody ends up, you know, you find your click, you have fun and everybody, you know, you'll have your own inside jokes and have your new fantasy league over there, probably. <laughs> and plus, you have three days off. You have a very interesting four longer days right. of work and then three off days, which I might sign off for. It's a I, good idea. I can say this from experience. My previous radio station, I worked at for six years. And when I left there, it felt as if I can never make those connections ever again. And you get stuck in your way. And you're, when I was here, that first 
six months, eight months, it feels awkward. But just like anything else in life, I think there comes a point and it will happen where it just clicks and it feels normal again and it feels like family again. And I'm not by no means somebody with that much experience in life, but I'm a little older and I will say that's going to happen. But you will cherish the relationships that you had before. And that's, I think, a cool part of growing up and getting older is you make these new relationships and you still have the ones from before. And enjoy that. Yeah, that yeah, that's a good point. Plus, it's so easy now between Twitter and texting and Facebook. It's easy to know, like what everybody's still doing. You can jump into conversations you see happening. It's it's much easier now, I think, to stay in touch, even if it is a superficial kind of like from afar connection. It still exists, as opposed to people just no longer being in your life unless you picked up a phone or wrote them a letter. Hmm. It is weird that first day you go to that new job and it's like, it's just, that's just such a weird feeling. Yeah, I used to, when I... It's a weird feeling. When I came here, I took the same train I took to my previous job, just stayed on it longer. Yeah. And every once in a while, I would start to get up to get off on the old stop, just out of habit. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't know any other way to You're not going to be working overnights, right? No, the latest I'll be there is at 10 p.m. Looking forward to sleep? I don't know. I mean, uh, like I now I'm not productive at anything after 8 p.m. and I have multiple shifts where I'm at the office until 10. Mm. So, I mean, it, it's going to be an adjustment, but uh, you know, well, hopefully I can be a normal, you know, normal person. Do you have any gap between here and there or do you start I, work like Monday? I have a weekend, which okay. you know, you guys have weekends, but to uh to many of us who work here, that is uh, something that's quite alien. I don't know what I'm going to do all weekends. Um, but then you, st- when do you start the new job? Monday. Okay, so you don't really have time to like kind of break your body schedule that's on right now and get back it's to the a, weekend. A normal one. Yeah, but it, but like by Monday, that's not enough time to like. I feel like break habits. You've been doing this schedule for help for years now, right? Yeah, for over three years. Yeah, so I think it takes a while to get get out of that. But uh, you know, I I mean, I am flexible because on the weekends I work during the day. Uh, and I'll I'll have a long time because I'll be out of here on Friday at eleven. So it'll be like three days, really. Yeah, really. So uh, right. you know, I'm I I don't expect that. You know, I, I might crash in the final hour. Hopefully, uh, you know th- that's not the most important period of my first day of orientation. <laughs> but um, I'm confident. Have you thought about what your last CBS Sports Minute will be? No, not at all. <laughs> I I, you I mess mean, it up by the way I, out the door. I just told. John today that I quit, so he might you know be the last person who knows. And we've really been working together for a long time. Yeah, really. So uh, I, you know, I, <laughs> I, would I love imagine that he did you. admit it on me, but uh, I think awesome. that would be irresponsible of him. It and, would be. You know, he's re- he is responsible. <laughs> Pretty sure he could not care less <laughs> this, this, about his responsibilities. <laughs> now, time for your CBS Sports Minute, brought to you by Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Diaz. Well, you know, and, and my other fantasy was always just uh, replacing whatever minute with one that I read because really there's no, like, nobody is stopping me from doing whatever I want with a minute. Like, I could just write my own minute or take Boomer's script and read it myself, and no one would know until hours after it had probably aired nationwide. You could say the F word over the air 36 times for 50 seconds, and it would go over the air. That's not true. It would, yeah. I mean, it it would get dumped. But I think if I, no if it sounded like you. if it sounded like a normal minute, I think a lot of the board ops or like the automated affiliates would not realize. 
that. Right. Like the automated ones. Yeah. I feel like it would sneak through. I mean, my stuff, it like, you've we've heard like super messed up minutes. Like, <laughs> like yeah, the one yeah. that was super sped up and then super slowed <laughs> yeah. down. Or like ones that just like got messed up in the what transmission. Are, like it happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens. So, it, you know, it could, it could happen. But I, I, I do have this perhaps irrational fear that uh, the powers that be here are so connected that they could like find a way to mess me up in my next job. Like they're like, oh yeah, I know. Oh, the I CEO. would never do. I would never do it. No, no. no well, you, you know, no. yeah, yeah. Not All right. worth it. It's time for lunch. You're hungry. I, I'm hungry, and um, yeah, it's time. It's time to go. I guess this has been. We also don't want to give people too much to listen to. Yeah, that's true. It we could be, be a two parter. It could be. It could be a two. Should we take next week off? Well, that would bother Pete. It would bother Pete. Pete could do his own wrestling recap. Ancillary podcast. All right, but on, on all seriousness, Mike, um, it has been awesome to know you. Um, please don't stop bothering the two of us. We won't stop bothering you. And, and best of luck in the new job and wherever else you go after that, because you certainly deserve um, all that good stuff that, that didn't, unfortunately, come to you here, which sucks. So we are, we are all sad to see you go, but we know things will be better. Thanks. You guys rule. Um, I will... Perhaps listen to this podcast and maybe one more before I realize that I don't like it and then stop if, listening altogether. Could you just hit play and walk away from the machine just to get us to stream? Yeah, yeah, you know? I can okay. do that. Or That's hit fair. play like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah, or you know, have your, your new coworkers just start it. Totally. And then mute their computer. Yeah, again, you know, I have three days off now, so I have to find stuff to do. So, you know, yeah, I could find work. something yeah. else. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, you know, that. But at some point in the, in the new job with a free moment, you could help us out with some lessons. That'd be helpful. Um, all right, Pete is back next week with a full recap of what he didn't do for fun in Dallas and wrestling, of course. Um, all the other podcasts are right below this one here on Play.it, iTunes, wherever you're listening to us. And please check out the full radio show, Geo and Jones, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio, CBSSportsRadio.com, and the Radio.com app for Diaz, for Pilati, for Seglia. I'm Bogus. We'll see you next time. The after party.